Hello friends, what is happening? Welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 37 for July 6th, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics, and everything in between. On this week's podcast, we talk about a show everybody should be watching, Xbox Series S reveal, unbelievable news regarding Batman, Ryan Reynolds possibly back in the DCEU, and plus what we've been up to. All that and plenty more coming up on this week's episode of the Multiverse. I'm your host, Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio, and welcome to episode 37. Mio, how are you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Can I, be here. can I start off by saying uh, I've got an announcement to make? Uh, what's your uh, announcement? Uh, I am going to be running for president 2020. Stop. I saw that Kanye thing this morning. You know, as like the biggest Kanye West fan, as like an artist, like yeah. he's, he's so dumb. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't stand it. As an, as an oh, artist, it's like he's incredible, yeah. man. But like, yeah, but everything, you know, I, I, I try to split between the two. Yep. Like, there's like the actual person Kanye, then there's like the artist Kanye. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's tough. He's got, he's, yeah, he's got a new deal with, uh, I think we mentioned it. Did we mention this on the last podcast or did we just talk about it off topic? Off, with off, Gap? Off, yeah. Did we, yeah. I think we mentioned it. Some, I don't know if we mentioned it on the last podcast, but yeah, he's got a new deal with that. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to that, but I, I don't know. I don't know where his head's at. To be honest with you, I yeah, thought he calmed down when he see when, when you married uh, the Kardashian, one of Kim. Yeah, when you, I feel like when you reach a billion dollars, you just lose it. Like you just turn into like a bad person. <laughs> uh, I'm sounding like a communist right now, but yeah. it's like, like when you get a billion dollars, something something goes on. Something, yeah. I, 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 man, like when you talk about a billion dollars, like those type of people, they just. They never look at the price tag, do they? They just no. buy whatever. It's incredible. Everything's we'll talk- pocket change for them. Yeah, exactly. Because we were talking about this the other day. Uh, me and my missus. The, obviously, the the new Jordans dropped in the lies, the highs and lows. The Dior. I don't know if you've seen them. Ooh. So Dior, yeah, so uh, Dior dropped a collab with uh, with Nike and Jordan, but it was a Dior Nike, not a Nike Dior. So obviously, the price tag was uh, very very heavy. They were, I believe. 1.8k for the highs, 1.5 for the lows. That's before five, resale. Yeah, but wait, wait till we get to resale, and then 10 million. Actually, sorry, five million people. There's only 2,000 pairs worldwide. The biggest shopping center here called Selfridges is like it's high end everything. Uh, they only had I, I don't know how many pairs, but five million people have applied for the raffle, and uh, yeah, the, whoever won is lucky because the highs. The Jordan highs, the Ed Dior Jordan highs, they go for 10K resale. That's ridiculous. 10K. And I think the type of people that obviously buy those are people like, like people, millionaires, basically, you know what I mean? Where this is like mm-hmm. pocket change to them. Like when I buy a pair of sneakers that say eight quid, that, that's not too expensive, but there's uh, other ones like uh, the Nike tuned ones that I like or the Air Max ones. They're 130, 140 bucks here, yeah? 140 pounds. Yeah. Um, so they're quite expensive, you know? Like I think for me, that's my limit on trainers. Like uh, I've got the, I've got a pair of Jordans, the uh, the Concord ones. They're like 180. Uh, I like those. Those are kind of my my limit. Anything over is expensive. Like I've bought a pair of Sean Weatherspoon Air Maxes, and we bought them on resale for 500. Um, <laughs> they go for 1.2k at the moment, um, but that's my limit. I, I never spend money on stuff like that. Like uh, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's ab- absolutely insane. It's just yeah. I, I guess it's all all pocket change. But yeah, something something goes uh, up there. I think something just turns off, doesn't it? Yeah. You just you just all you care about is just 
getting more and more money. It's just yeah, know. just where's the limit? Like I would be happy with just one million, not even yeah. one million, man. I would be half yeah. a million. I'll be happy. We're sounding, we're sounding like communists right now. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Let's like, proceed, comrade. Yeah. <laughs> but on a serious note, like I would like to, if I had that sort of money, I don't think my lifestyle would change much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like to believe so. I think maybe. Uh, like I'll still buy the same clothes. I'm not really big into designer brands. Like I stick with a few brands here and there, but I feel like uh, I would like to believe that my, I wouldn't change as a person. And hopefully yeah. I'd like to do something with all, all that money, you know, like do stuff in Africa, build schools or, or something, you know, some, something useful, I guess. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Like philanthropy. Yeah. I I yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then end up being being like Batman yeah, or something, like yeah. like Bill Gates or something. Like Bill Gates yeah, does that. Bill Gates does that. Yeah. Of, and people accuse him of creating the coronavirus. It's like okay. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, Mio, it's been a, a busy week. Yep. Um, there's I think the, the best way to start the show, and I think massive shouts to to Rick for putting us on the show. I was, I for the record, yeah. I was going to watch the show anyways. He beat yeah. me to it. He beat that's to why, it. That's what I'm sticking to. Okay, fair enough. For me, he he pushed me, and uh, shout out to him because he he lent me his uh, Hulu pass, and he didn't need to he didn't need to do that, especially seeing as he's on the other side of the planet, and like the the trust. Uh, I really really appreciate that, Rick. So thank you so much. I'm gonna call. Do you Rick. guys have Hulu yeah. over there? No, we don't. We don't have okay. it. Um, when I was searching up uh, Rami just on the internet, um, it popped up as Amazon. You could actually watch it on Amazon Prime, but you need a separate subscription with Amazon Prime for, is it Starplay or something like that? Uh, it's a oh. UK subscription. I think oh. it's everything from America that comes uh, Sorry, everything that comes on in America comes on to Starplay here, but it's like an add-on to Amazon Prime here. Um, oh. so, you, for, for, so for those of you who listen to this podcast in the UK, you should definitely, we'll, we'll dive in more into the show, but I would recommend doing the, the free seven day trial for on Amazon prime for star plays. And you could just watch the entire two, double season. It's, it's amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll jump into it, but um, yeah, shout out to Rick. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to call Rick baby Rami from now on. I told him this yesterday. He said, no yeah. man, that, 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 that guy, that kid's got the worst skin ever. Like, yeah. Um, Mio, this show is amazing, man. Did you, Absolutely. How, how much of it, how much of it have you seen? So I, I left it at episode nine. I finished episode nine. My battery for my iPad and AirPods were dying yesterday. So I left it at nine. It was five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm on, I've done episode nine on the last episode. Where are you? Uh, I finished the series. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. I, finished, uh, I watched both seasons last night. Oh, shit. I need to. I'm, I'll probably do the same after this podcast. My, I, I don't know where to begin. We're, we're talking the first five, sorry, first nine episodes without mm-hmm. too much spoilers. But this show, man, it it's resonates. It resonates hard, man. Especially if you're Arab, you know, it yeah. it, it hits hard. Like, and um, I love. I think I, I I love the balance, you know, between like some episodes will be very very serious. There's a serious film, but they they put in a few uh, lines of humor here and there, and then some mm-hmm. episodes will just be full out, just over the top ridiculous. Uh, but I I couldn't get enough. But how, how much it resonated with me, man. Like um it's the whole struggle you know um with our families and i'm sure it's the same in your case like uh, your your parents weren't born in america uh no yeah they no. i wasn't born either i i okay there you go so we're uh, we're all classed as immigrants and then our our families or parents are sacrificing so much to leave uh, everything back home to kind of start a life here 
uh, and it's not to start life for them but for for their kids you know they the sacrifice mm-hmm. for their kids and that's what i love about this show just the sacrifice for, and it and it pushes that hard um i think the whole trouble with teens growing up in a western society coming from an islamic background or you, i had that growing up like you, you get mixed into all sorts of things and uh, like around me as a kid like I, I i i felt like at points i was watching my own my own self you know what i mean in a tv show like being brought up let's say in an islamic family like a religious family uh my dad's proper religious and then you, you get brought up and you're in a western where people just talk about like you know what school is like people just talk about porn and superstars yeah. and, and all that and you, start, you just get mixed in all sorts and then you know uh it's hard to go out on saturday because people go to nightclubs and it's not your scene it's not your sort of thing uh so that resonates hard and what i found funny was the whole ramadan issue as uh, issue as well where that was one um, of my favorite episodes yeah i think a muslim being a muslim just for 30 days I've, that hits hard with yeah. everybody i've seen that over my own eyes um I've, I, I, I think it was also me back in the days where you wouldn't take your religion too seriously so you miss a few prayers here and there you try hard but when ramadan comes you you like you knuckle down you you try and focus on it and then when mm-hmm. ramadan's over it's like you just get over it you're like oh cool i did it and then that's it so um that, that episode was amazing uh just do the ramadan that kid when you're trying to ask him to do the prayer yeah that, that killed me when um he's at the diner and he's like trying to eat before sun rises and the guy's mm-hmm. like you jerk off you around now during Ramadan you think you're Malcolm X <laughs> yep yeah it's just these throwaway lines in there are just so amazing and I love um, I love how they try to uh, describe certain things like in, in our culture you know in our culture obviously Islamic culture so obviously the the, the belief of the devil is, is, is highly um, thought of mm-hmm. and um, there's always you know we believe that we have an angel on our right shoulder and the devil on the, on the left and obviously, you, I'm sure you've seen like a Tom, uh, Tom and Jerry cartoon where you've got the, yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. So those two guys, his two friends, they kind of resemble those two. Where one is always like giving him like really bad point. advice. Yeah, that's a good point. And, yeah. And then the other one is kind of, even though I think he's still looking out for him. Um, uh, and then, yeah, just the whole, you know, anti-Semitic thing. And uh, that's big in Egyptian culture as well. You know, one thing I really loved about it, even though, Egyptian like Arabic is really hard to understand. I love the fact that they actually have full-blown dialogue in Egyptian. Like, yeah, it's a lot of Egyptian in the show. Yeah, that's amazing. They went to Egypt, and uh, well, there was another. Yeah, well, each episode when it ends, there's Egyptian music. Music. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love that. That that was amazing. Like uh, Egyptian music is is amazing to listen to. Uh, it's like kind of a summer vibe thing. But uh, those episodes, man. They're, absolutely hilarious the conspiracies 9-11 oh my god his his uncle is so funny in the show. yeah oh my god and uh rick rick told me it gets better in season two is that true oh yeah it gets it gets a lot more serious yeah season two is not as funny as season okay. one i would say yeah but um it's 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 a lot like fleabag like season yeah. one was really funny then season two was serious yeah. kind of like that okay it's it's amazing show man like yeah it's it's so good like uh, I, I find at times like i'm really i'm pretty much open-minded so i find at times where it really takes a piss out of islamic culture but i don't feel like it's doing it like with um, with malice it's just kind of uh, ch- uh tongue-in-cheek yeah um, absolutely uh so it depends on the type of 
Arab that watches the show. But mm. I would suggest everybody watching this, to be honest with you. I know you, you've had a kind of a deep dive into Arab culture. It's like watching this, and I'm like thinking to myself, is this going to represent bad on Arab cultures? I don't think it will. I no. think I think it's there's some stuff that's really, really like spot on. Like um, you see how they trust the son, but they're so overprotective of the daughter. Yeah. And then they, they, they touched on that, which was so impressive. I know in Islam, there's a lot of uh, bad thoughts that, uh, you know, that they disregard women uh, and all that. Some countries, yes, absolutely. But like when proper Islam culture, we regard our women really, really highly. And I think they touched on it in in the show where they said we, it's not that we don't trust yeah that's the lady his uncle said we just that. yeah we just don't trust men and I think that was a really really good point to make because like even in our culture it's not just our culture it's just all society men mm-hmm. are really really you know at times men are trash let's say I know Nick likes to say that no nah, they are yeah with like everything going on right now and like all yeah. the sexual assault cases yep. and you know the harassment it's like yeah video game culture it's like um, IGN's, you know, being yep. in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it? Evo's have been in trouble. Yep. Smash players, Twitch. Like it's yep. it's crazy. Yeah. Just Whedon uh, in trouble as well. Okay, Josh Whedon too. Yeah, we'll touch on that later. So um, it really, if it does, it does um, these topics really well. You know, like with a bit of humor. You know, it's not like too too deep, too serious. It touches mm-hmm. on them. It gets you thinking, but it doesn't make you. F- feel like oh you know what it's one of these oh, typical shows where it's going to try and push an agenda it doesn't it's just like yeah this is our culture if i was an arab myself and i'm looking at i'm i'll just be laughing i'll be like this is hilarious this is amazing that's like, me yeah you said that to me didn't you yeah yeah um and one thing that i res- also resonated with me well not resonate sorry one thing that i really picked on was um you know how like his father used to send back uh cassette tapes to his yeah. father and then he said oh you made the bad mistake and and all that when when Rami goes back to Egypt and he sees his family, it's not like they've all been brought up in like religious and stuff like that. They're living, let's say, what is classed as a sinful life in Islam, like cocaine, nightclub and stuff like that. So even if he stayed in Egypt, it's not like his kids would have been brought up relig- religiously. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's pretty Western everywhere. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. globalization is crazy. Yep. Like I, I see that when I go back to Lebanon, the first time I ever went to Lebanon, okay, it felt like you're going back to a Muslim country. And I, I loved it. Being, as, being a kid, this is funny, being a kid, a teen, and you'd need some, like, like Rami, you know, he goes back to Egypt because he just needs to find himself. Going back to, to Lebanon, you feel like, oh, you just need to find yourself. You just need to be within people who, you know, practice their religion, who go pray five times a day. Um, and, and you enjoy it. Uh, so that was my first trip to Lebanon. The second trip, I've never seen my a country so westernized in my life. Like, if from the outset you would think this country is uh, another country in Europe, honestly. It's, mm-hmm. And then the third time I went, it was, it just got worse. Like, you know, a lot of Arab countries look down on um, like uh, same-sex um, nightclubs and all that kind of stuff. That was big in Lebanon. Like, oh, I've wow. never seen. So, yeah, I've never seen so many gay people in Lebanon at the time. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just insane. So the trans community came out. It was just like, it, it shows you how far, how westernized countries are becoming. And um, and I think that's that whole debate with Iran as well. Like, you know, how they have that conflict with USA and how they say, oh, the West, the West are trying to 
push their agenda on our society. You know, you know all that nonsense that happens. So yeah. the show touches on all that and it does it so well, man, with a lot of humor. It's just, uh, it's just so funny. It's so funny. Uh, like, uh, the guy in the wheelchair as well, man, he just packs me up. Like, hey guys, <laughs> when he's um, trying to kick the door out and he's like, you have to say yeah. Allah. Yeah, say Allah. <laughs> I, I died. <laughs> like, stop it. I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. Uh, there, was, there was something else. I, I forgot. I sent it to you as a message. Let me double, double check. Is this I, something the uncle said? Uh, I think, I think, yeah. Oh, it was anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah. It's like, uh, what did he say? Anti-Semitic. And he makes beautiful movies. Yeah. He's like, um, oh, also he goes, I don't listen to Saudi, most corrupt country in the world. And I was yeah. like, this, this feels like this show was made for me because I always push that agenda. When he was eating his sub, oh, that's funny. That, you know, when he's eating his sub, you know, like sometimes there's always that conflict. Oh, is Ramadan today? Is Ramadan tomorrow? Is eat today? Is eat tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. So that was perfect. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was just like the small, the small things that people might not understand about our religion. It's, it's done so well. <laughs> Uh, and then I love the whole 9-11 conspiracy. He was like, the Jews were, they were, they were not seen anywhere. <laughs> I love that. That was beautiful. And he was like, um, uh, I love the, talk about 9-11. I love the whole Osama Bin Laden um, uh, nightmare yeah. scene. That was, that was crazy. That was crazy. But you know what? I f- I f- what I felt like they were trying to do was, obviously after 9-11, Muslims in that country were like really looked down on. Oh yeah. I, f- I, I remember. Like, yeah. People were afraid. People were like really racist towards like. People say like it like unified the country, but yep. like it also unified the country towards like Muslim people, and yep. it was like it was like really racist for like mm. I say five years. Or so because little Rami's nightmare scene, let's call it. Mm-hmm. I think that nightmare see- scene is supposed to uh, represent the uh, the fears of every single Muslim in that country. They yeah. were seen as terrorists. As sim- simple as that. Like Steve, when he first meets Steve, he goes, "Hey, terrorist!" That's the first thing he shouts at, and. What's funny is after 9-11, uh, the word terrorist was just symbolized to Muslim people. You know what I mean? It was that connection. Oh, yeah. Like when you it's think of them, brutal back and yeah, forth. Exactly. So I, I, I could just only imagine what it was like in, in America itself. And then um, when Osama bin Laden transforms into that, the, the, the woman, it's kind of, it just shows you he's, he might just be uh, like a little Arab kid, but at the same time, he's has, he has this kind of Western culture, this Western society about him. You know what I mean? He's, it's still innocent. He's still kind of exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he woke up with a wet dream, didn't he? Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's an amazing TV show. The whole Mel Gibson quote uh, that had me just rolling yeah. on the floor. Great uh, cast too. Like yeah. really Oh, amazing cast. cast, you know? Even even season two, it's got Mahershala Ali in it. And yeah. Incredible. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, what's great about it also, and this is something that will stand out more to me than, than you, is the Arabic. Like in a, in a lot of TV shows, when they bring on characters with Arabic dialogue, the Arabic is really broken. It's really poor. It's really forced. But they've got characters who actually speak Arabic. They're yeah. like their Arabic is amazing. Egyptian Arabic is supposed to be one of the hardest to learn, and that's why a lot of people, when they want to learn uh, Arabic, they go to that country. If they're the, um, studying to be like a, an imam at the mosque or something, they go to Egypt. Because the Arabic is like one of the best Arabics to learn, um, so they've actually got car- actors who speak proper Arabic, and it's it's amazing. And when I when I looked up on on IMDb, you know, Rami's mum is actually she's Israeli, she's not Egyptian. 
And she oh. speaks amazing Arabic. I'm like, wow. She speaks pretty good French too. Yeah. Not that I speak French, but. Yeah. Um, His that dad's a really good actor too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, he's awesome. like a, I think he's like an Egyptian legend or something. Uh, I, I need to double check, but he 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 reminds me of somebody. I, I I've seen him around somewhere, and that's not his actual hairstyle. You know, he's actually got hair. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I've seen him somewhere. That's why that's how I know him. Um, the characters, I think, a lot of them are Turks as well, because Turks come across as like Arabs. Um, but the cast is is amazing, man. Everyone fulfills their role like perfectly. I didn't know Rami's name is actually Rami in. Uh, yeah, in real Rami. life. Yeah, yeah. I feel and, like uh, a lot of Egyptian people's names is Rami, like Rami yeah. Malik. Yep, it, uh, it's a big, big. It's one of probably the one of I would say the second most popular name in Egypt after Mohammed. <laughs> like no joke, um, but it hits it hits certain topics in, in say Arab households really well, man. Like the yeah. whole thing between the balance between a daughter and the son. Um, what else was there? There was other things. Oh, the studying, the, the like, oh, you need to read the Quran rather than wasting time doing other stuff. Um, I felt like that growing up, you know, I, I really did. Like, um, obviously looking back at it, you know, your parents obviously just want the best for you. Um, and I practice my religion a lot better now than, uh, than I did. Like I, I, I continue doing my five prayers a day and stuff like that. Um, you know what it reminded me of during Ramadan? It reminded me of Harris, you know, funny yeah, enough. Yeah, that's what, that's what it reminded me of too. Yeah, it reminded me of Harris quite a lot. I wish, he, I wish, I wish he could have seen the show. Yeah, I think he would have loved it. I think. Um, yeah, I know he had struggles as well, obviously, with the balance between. And you saw it with Rami; he wanted a white girl, uh, <laughs> and and stuff. So it's just that whole balance of, look, who am I going to go for? Do I settle down with just like an, a white girl or a, a Muslim girl? And then it's the choices when it comes to Muslim. Do you want her with with a scarf on or without a scarf? You know what I mean? Like. You, you saw that in the first episode his mom asked him so um it hit the, it hits these topics on the head really well and it doesn't it doesn't do it like in an insensitive uh, manner no like me being a muslim myself i it's it's, it's it's amazing i think i i think it will make muslims look a lot more lighthearted than uh, yeah. than than they portrayed I, I yeah believe. i think i think everyone should watch the show honestly yeah. because um before this, like the only Muslims on like movies or TV shows yeah. are usually terrorists. It's like Twenty Four. Mm. It's like Homeland. Um, I I think is this like the first kind of like Muslim show? Would you say there's one on Netflix called? Uh, uh, it was the one about the the Messiah. Yeah, it's called the Messiah. Actually, I watched well, that's, that. That's, that's not come on. That, that was awful. And there was one yeah. called Jin which is the devil yeah. but this is like the prop no there's actually one on on i believe apple tv you know and it's called uh let me double check for you it's it's about a girl who wears a scarf and she's like she's torn between like her religion and it's kind of western culture well, no one's got apple tv no one's got apple tv uh i can't remember what it was called it was uh uh, I don't even know what it's called, but there was one. But this is the pop, probably the first proper Arabic TV show, mm-hmm. uh, because even the credits are in Arabic. Yeah. Um, so I think there's um I think this has been broadcast in probably some Arab countries like Dubai or something, maybe Egypt, uh, maybe not Egypt to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's 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 amazing. I think everyone should watch it just just for the um, sheer quality of it. It's just uh 
it's so funny it's 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 a real it's a real blast to watch man it's a real blast to watch and if you're an arab like myself you're gonna love it even more because you know you can resonate with a few things you can relate to um the way you get brought up especially if you're a female as well it's quite hard it's quite difficult as 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 a young uh, teenager so it's yeah it's crazy and that that scene when the it was a was a night no it was a it's a dream scene, yeah. When she, when her parents walk in on on her, yeah, that's funny. Oh, that that threw me off, and I was like, oh shit! And then Rami comes in, and then his mom's like, oh, happy be Rami. He was just like, like uh, her uncle comes, then he like starts immediately blaming the dad. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it, that's what it's like, man. It, it's crazy, but absolutely legendary show, man. I love mm. it. I I told Rick we could probably be talking about this for so long. I can't wait. I think it's gonna be like um. Uh, what's that TV show? The one that you recommended me? Um, Fleabag? Yeah, I f- completely forgot the name. I think it's going to be like Fleabag where once the season ends, we're going we're gonna to have a lot more to talk about. Um, yeah. There's not much any spoilers in this show, so nothing too major. So we'd, we could just roll with that. Uh, but absolutely loving it, man. <laughs> Highly recommend it. On Hulu, I don't know how many people have that in America. I don't know how you have access to it. I think it's just like Netflix, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, it's it's... The second biggest streaming service okay. this year, I, I want to say. Okay. I had a quick browse through for it yesterday. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of shows on there, man, and a lot of channels. Mm-hmm. Like when you set up um, your profile, it goes, what sports channels do you know? Do you, do you, sorry, what sports team do you support and all that kind of stuff? So it seems really, really big. It seems like uh, in-depth as a streaming service. Uh, but yeah, Rami, love it. Uh, stayed up to five o'clock last night to watch nine episodes. I'll probably catch a few after this. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Terrace Mir, I watched a terrorist-based movie on Amazon. Uh, it's called Seven Seventy-five Hundred. Let's just call it Seven Five Zero Zero. That about the planes? Yeah, yeah. Nah. I was so hyped for that. I don't know why, but it's one. It's just a generic terrorist movie. It's like uh, he was a terrorist. He shouted Allah Akbar. I was like, oh for fuck's sake, here we go again. <laughs> uh, what really appealed to me about this movie was the fact it's got ah oh, here we go joseph gordon levitt that's it yeah it's not yeah it's joseph it's got uh joseph gordon levitt in it uh that's you what said, appealed to me you said it the wrong way no you said, it, gordon, you said it the right way the first time what gordon joseph levitt no <laughs> joseph gordon yeah. levitt okay let me, let me, I'm, I'm not Does, even can, sure. Can you, can you imdb this please because why why does it sound right like whichever way you say it yeah it doesn't uh, okay, it's Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay, Joseph. Okay, cool. So that's what really appealed to me. I watched that. I was so hyped for it, but it's just one of those typical um, terrorist movies, man. Like oh, hijacking and playing and stuff like that. I will give it credit for doing one thing: the fact that what? the whole movie is taking taking place in the cockpit. It gives you the sense of like claustrophobia. It 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 really gets like it reminds me of uncut gems in a way where you just feel like you know you're just panicking most of the time you're just being showered at you're just like in this in a sense of fear for most of most of the the runtime of the movie and that's what this movie does it's just like you're just panicking you're just like you're scared you're like oh my god what's going to happen um and then it just kind of i wouldn't say crash lands pardon the pun uh but that was un- that was unintentional um but it tries to keep that momentum. It's not too, it's not too long of a movie, which is great. It doesn't like you know uh, uh, overrun its uh, runtime. Uh, pardon the pun again. Uh, 
but yeah, it, it was a decent movie. I think I, I just gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. It was just like, yeah, I, I watched another movie. Um, uh, I also watched The Whiplash again. I'll get through my weekly recap before we get to yours, Mio, if that's okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, I watched Whiplash again. That's been that on my mind. Time? Yeah, that's been on my mind since I watched it the first time, man. Like, um, I did say to you, I cast a movie as a masterpiece once I could watch it the second time and see how it lives on. Obviously, I watched it fairly recently and I've only watched it, what, two weeks later. So um, I'm still sticking with my four and a half star on that, but uh, <laughs> in- incredible movie. Um, and I also watched Insomnia for the first time. Mm. I had a lot to say about that on the review. Um, I said it was probably one of the most underrated movies, but you said it's probably not because it's underrated, it's just because it's not really done by Nolan in terms of story. Um, I really enjoyed this. I think a lot more people need to watch this. Uh, it's it's a shame that uh, Nolan's other movies are just so much better. Uh, and I think that's down to the story writing, but Nolan does a lot with the camera work on this movie. Yeah. Uh, great scenes, great chase scenes. Uh, I think the best thing about this movie was the fact that the movie takes part during sunlight. Uh, the sun never sets, essentially. I think it's in Alaska in the, in the, uh, in the summer season. Oh. And uh, even during when there's light, it still gives you the sense of uh, a thriller. Like, uh, I wrote... It, this is what I wrote. I wrote... Uh, on the review i gave it a four star actually on the review um i wrote an all-star cast amazing setting great chase sequences tense thriller and a genius behind the camera this movie is a must watch uh i also wrote yeah al pacino and his performance in this like he made me feel like i had insomnia i'll, I'll be honest with you the movie felt like i haven't slept for a few days yeah by the time the movie finished i was tired uh, and I love, I love that. I love the fact that, you know, you feel like you're in the same, uh, in the same scene, in the same environment, love everything about it. And, uh, you know what, what kind of threw me off was, uh, Robert Williams, his, uh, performance, you know, there was a, there was a sense of, yeah, RIP. It, there was a sense of, uh, eeriness behind it, you know, like there was like, I know he committed suicide and stuff. And now when you look back and this was one of the first movies I've seen of his since him passing away you kind of question go was this performance really him or was he just like suffering from something you know what i mean like yeah uh, you kind of get the same vibe when you're watching uh, heath legend the joker um but this was one of his first movies i watched back uh, there's another one was uh, photo, uh one hour photo uh, those are just weird movies and you kind of get that eerie vibe about him so i uh, i don't know if that performance was kind of driven by anything uh, going on in his personal life but yeah uh, another great movie and um finally on my behalf uh, Mio, i picked up quite a few blu-rays i know you nice tuned up. in to the end of the ig instagram live video that i was in i absolutely enjoyed that uh bought the wrong jaws movie did you get did you get a refund uh i sent it back so i'm just waiting okay. for them to give, give me a refund uh and i'll probably just pick pick that up or pick up a, a few other movies i'll, I'll see um but I'm going to go through these movies quickly just to uh, have some content on the podcast and let people know that these are the movies that I've bought. Hannibal Lecter, the, the trilogy. I mainly bought that for Silence of the Lamb. Uh, incredible movie. Um, what was the top one? Oh, Whiplash. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Last Samurai. Absolute classic. Uh, have you seen Fly of the Phoenix? Yeah, classic. Amazing. 
absolute classic. I can't believe I did have that on my underrated list. Yeah, me too. Uh, American Psycho, The Other Guys. Uh, I wish I did buy The Other Guys. I really like it, but Mark Wahlberg is cancelled. He's just been making some dumb remarks on uh, social media recently. Have you, wait, have you seen American Psycho? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, classic. Okay. Uh, I bought it because I've only seen it once. So I really want to watch it again. And it had the nice uh, Blu-ray uh, box for it in all black. Mm-hmm. Um, 21 and 22 Jump Street, classics. Uh, Kill Bill 1 and 2 and Reservoir Dogs, classics. Uh, Monday Monster, Bleed for This and Train to Busan are three movies from that pile that I haven't seen. So I'm looking forward Me to neither. those. Um, oh, you haven't seen all three of those? or No, I haven't seen them. Okay. Uh, Bleed for This had the guy from Whiplash. I forgot his name now. Miles Teller. Yep. So I really wanted to see his, his performance in that. You know, in Whiplash, did he actually play the drums? Uh, I think so. I heard I heard somewhere that he actually learned how to play or something like that. It was pretty cool. Uh, Source Code, I've, I said it was an underrated movie. Uh, and Grimsby, you haven't seen that movie. I needed to watch it. Uh, yeah, you need to watch that movie. So I bought a few movies. Uh, still doing my Nolan marathon. I'm on, uh, well, I've only just started with Insomnia. Uh, I'll probably do... Uh, I can't, I'm, just, I'm picking random movies. I think I'll probably do The Prestige, next one, Memento. And, uh, yeah, I thought you were going to go um, chronological order. Should I go chronological order? Yeah. yeah so you can like see like, how he develops as a filmmaker. That's actually a good point. So the next one on my list will be Memento then. Yeah. Oh, I started off with Insomnia though. But Insomnia, I started off with Insomnia because I haven't seen it and I've seen Memento. So. Isn't, that, isn't that... Didn't he make Insomnia before Memento? I thought... Uh, was it? I think, I think you yeah, might be right. I think, okay. I think you're... I've, I was going to do... Um, this is what I was going to do. I was going to do Memento, Insomnia, Batman Begins, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, and Dunkirk. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's the right order. I feel like if you go that order, you, you yeah. should be good. Cool. Um, yeah. So and I'm I'm, try, I'm still trying to track down uh, following. Uh, I know I'll probably be able to pick up on DVD only. So I think I found a secondhand copy. Unfortunately, only a second copy available. Uh, I think it's 12 bucks. It's better than spending 50 bucks on the DVD import, to yeah, be honest with you. Definitely. And um, just finally, for me, I picked up a few more Blu rays, uh, steelbook editions, actually. Um, I bought uh, Inception 4K steelbook. I also pre ordered Batman Begins steelbook. Uh, these are all from Zavi, so everybody in the UK, uh, you know what I'm talking about and uh, Prestige and Interstellar. I don't know if they're doing a Nolan run. I, I missed out on the Dark Knight still book. They were doing Dark Knight Rises, but I had that already. I was tempted to pick up a uh, sealed one. But um, now that I've, I've got those, along with Inception and Dunkirk, what I'm doing, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to open my Dunkirk still book. I'm going to buy another copy of <laughs> of Dunkirk just as a normal Blu-ray. And um, what I'll do is I'll also pick up a copy of Batman, believe it or not, I have the Dark Knight Rises as a normal uh, Blu-ray. So. so how many copies of Dunkirk do you have? I've only, I've only got one. It's the oh, 4K okay. steelbook, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I don't want to open that steelbook now. I want to have a nice Nolan <laughs> steelbook uh, collection with not being opened. Uh, and with Batman, the Dark Knight Rises and the Dark Knight, I'm thinking of, sorry, the Dark Knight, I might pick up a copy on eBay. I'll just eBay it. The Batman Begins, obviously, when that comes, it's going to be sealed. I'm I'm also tempted of buying another copy of the Steelbook of Batman Begin um, the Dark Knight Rises because what I want to do is the wall behind myself is kind of empty, 
Mm -hmm. So what I've been tempted is uh, there's a frame where you can buy, which you could place um, steelbooks in, and they've got one for a trilogy set. So I'm thinking of just hanging the trilogy set above my desk. I'm really, I'm really tempted of doing that. I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah. And uh, the, the um, other one, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that'll that'll be pretty cool. Which, was even, which movies are you gonna put? It was. I was just gonna put the uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, it was either that okay. trilogy or the Matrix. But the Matrix steelbooks, they don't have the Matrix, the the first one. So I, I'm not gonna buy that. And um, it was either those or the posters. To be honest with you, I've just been stuck in limbo for a few few weeks now regarding what I'm gonna do with the back wall. Think, but yeah, I think I think either one should work. Yeah, yeah. It's just either one will work, but it all depends if I get the other steelbooks. But yeah, me. That was me for this week. Uh, mm -hmm. Also been streaming on Twitch. So I've been dropping some Warzone wins. Uh, my Twitch is picking up. I've got 60-something followers, which is pretty cool. Ooh. And uh, I'm trying to slide into a DM, DM of a big Twitch Warzone. Big Warzone Twitch streamer. Ninja? Uh, no, Nick Merckx. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yeah, Nick he, he, yeah, that's his name. I'm, literally, I dropped him a DM now. I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot, bro, but I need to drop a game with you, please. <laughs> uh, trying to get my Twitch up and I seriously feel like I could run with you or your squad. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I dropped him. Versus. I feel like everyone's been gassing me up. Everyone's been saying I'm like nearly on the level of those players. So like, you know what? I'm going to test myself. Um, but yeah, that's me, Mia. That's me for this yeah. week. Um, as far as me, um, first we played some, um, what's it Valorant. Valorant, yeah. Yep. We jumped through a lot of hoops. You yep. jumped through a lot of hoops. I jumped you, through a lot of yeah, hoops. You made an American account. Yep. It's so frustrating, but it was really fun. Yeah, it was I fun. had a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. The only downside to it is we could only play one game or two games, and then we're that's it. We just yeah. Games take they're they're so long, long games. I think they would need to drop those. I think, what is it, best out of 13? It needs to be a best yeah. out of seven. Like, I don't mind going up to round 15 or something. Mm -hmm. um, 20, 23 rounds, is, it's insane. And especially, you know what's annoying? You know what, you know what I'm going to say. Playing, when you're up 12-10 yep. and you lose? Yep. Going 23 rounds, only to lose at the last round. No, sorry, it was, yeah, it was a tiebreaker. And uh, you lose. And that's just so frustrating, man. Just yeah. That, was, that game was... I haven't played since. Long. Yeah, same, same. Um, I, haven't, I haven't touched that game since. Have you seen the new Battle Royale game dropped by Ubisoft called Hyperspace? No, what's that? That looks absolutely mental. Like, uh, if you see, just try and find some gameplay footage of it later. It just looks like this futuristic uh, utopia, and you're bouncing, you're jumping around uh, on rooftops and picking up crazy uh, guns and streaks and abilities it just it looks absolutely mental um but what's funny is ubisoft dropped the battle royale game and nobody's really talking about it i just yeah i haven't heard of it i i did i yeah my brother told me about it. i was like i didn't even know it existed um but valorant is fun man i really enjoyed yeah. it with you i really like it you know what game i think we should jump on what csgo yeah i was thinking about that too it's yeah. like Valorant without powers. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was thinking about that. I might. I don't know if it's on. Is it on Steam? Um. I'll load yeah. up. I'll load up Steam, yeah, Steam. And, and double check. Hopefully, we don't need to jump through hoops for that because I don't think so. I think yeah. Valve is a pretty good developer. Unlike Riot Games. Yeah, Riot Games. It was just like I had to. I had to buy a, a one-month VPN access. Uh, I created. Initially, I created an account for 
God knows what, and then finally got into Valorant, creating an account for that, did the tutorial. Oh, actually, before we even loaded up the game, I had so many issues with just loading up the game. Like, it was being blocked. It was, I don't know what was going on. Um, but when we finally got in, it was, it was a great blast. But it's just like, uh, I think with our style of play and what we'd like to do, we'd like to blast out loads of rounds, like, uh, in a good session, you know, like, by the time we're done with a session of Valorant, you've only got two games in, and that's just like, I feel like that's a waste of my time, especially mm-hmm. like when trying to find the perfect time to play with you. It's like it's, it's hard at times. Um, yeah, so hopefully CS:GO. Let me see if CS:GO is on uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive. It's it's free to play, Mio. Yeah, I know. Oh, I didn't even know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't every, even know that. I thought it I was. Feel like, I feel like every big multiplayer game is free to play. Oh wow! See, wait, yeah, Counter Strike Global Offensive. Is it this one? Oh, they did a Battle Royale mode as well. Or was it just oh, Counter Strike? Oh my god! I know there's another Counter Strike. Or oh, am I just mistaken? Or oh, they upgraded the original Counter Strike? I can't. I can't remember what was going on. Yeah, look, there's a Counter Strike for one one pound forty three. That's uh, not. That's, is that not it? That's the old school one. Uh, I think I think Counter Strike goes the one. Is it okay? Uh, I'll probably download that after this uh, podcast. Just leave it in the background, or even do it tomorrow. We we'll jump on that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, test test our Amy. How are you finding your PC? I love it. Um, yeah. But loving those these stream sales too. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought Witcher Three. I haven't played that yet. I bought um, was XCOM Two. I'm oh wow! Okay, play so, a little bit. Yeah. I play a little bit of XCOM too. I like yeah. it. I like it. It's, it's it reminds cool. me of um. Yeah, I like the, I like the gameplay of that, and I've still been playing a lot of Warhammer. Like I really like Warhammer. Like yeah, I'll see you on on that game. Like I know when I've jumped on, uh, it's popped up in the Discord that you're obviously on Warhammer. I just didn't want to disturb you on that. Um, any other games on from the Steam sale? Uh, let me think. I personally haven't even looked at Steam sales. I know that they're still on for another week or two, possibly. I think they end month, like next week, sometime next week. Oh, July seventh. July ninth. Oh, okay. So that's pretty close. So get get your deals while you still can. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Actually, while while you're while you're talking, uh, Resident Evil franchise. Oh, that looks pretty cool. I haven't even touched um, The Last of Us yet. Like I've just been playing. A lot Good, of because uh, it's a trash game. You know what? My brother uh, has finished it, and he said he could see why people are upset. He could see why the story's gone and stuff like that. But he goes, he thinks people have made a big deal about it. He really has. And I mentioned to him that you said, um, did he? Did he like the ending? He, he loved. He just. He loved the. He loved the game. He said it's not better than the first game, mm-hmm. uh, but he, he enjoyed his time with it, and. Um, I think he listened to the podcast and we were talking about how, you know, the previous podcast, we were talking about how um, uh, with Halo 2, when you play as the Arbiter, uh, and you said, this is what the last of us tried to do and it, it, they work. Yeah. He, he knows what, what you meant by that. So <laughs> no, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll get back on it this week. I'm not gonna have much time to play um, Warzone. During, during the nights because I've got an early start in the morning, got a project deadline. I need to meet by at least Friday. Um, and so Is it true just... it's up to 200 gigabytes on PC right now? 
Oh, what? Uh, Modern Warfare? Yeah. Oh, let me have a look, actually, while, while I've got it up. Let me find it, first of all. If so, that's ridiculous. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I have a friend on... Where is it gone? Where am I going to find it? On the C, maybe? Yeah, Call of Duty. Let me, let me find this folder. More properties. Open file location. Um, let me see. It is... That's not it. I have a friend who has the original launch place, uh, PlayStation, mm-hmm. PlayStation 3, and you know the PS, sorry, uh, launch PS4. Yeah, it's about 250 gigs, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. Jesus Christ. Uh, he has the original launch PS4, and he's had to uninstall the game because it just does, it doesn't even update anymore because he's got no space, basically. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea. It's about 300 gigs meal. Each update is 50 gigs. We've had four updates. Plus it's the ridiculous. original update, plus it installs shaders every single update, and every update it ruins the game. It just messes with some sort of setting. Like season two, it messed with my mouse and uh, aim sensitivity. Like I'll be aiming at sensitivity of five, let's say five on PC, and then all of a sudden my mouse sensitivity will go from five to a hundred, and you like you've just shot up in the air, or you, sh- <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And um, season three, it messed with my audio. I've I've been raving on about the fact that I could hear any footsteps in uh, in Call of Duty, and then season three comes along, and I just couldn't hear anybody. So someone sneaked up behind me, assass- assassinated me, and it's just like it pissed me off. And so that broke the season three. They fixed it, and then season four, it's the mouse again. Uh, so it was, yeah, it's quite tedious. Um, but yeah, I'll have a look at the Steam sales afterwards, and that's pretty much been me, Mio. Yep, that's pretty much been me too. Uh, News wise. Uh, let's continue with Game Talk. Xbox Series S uh, is rumored to be revealed in August. This is something that's been going around. We know we've got a, a Xbox launch event coming up in July, July 23rd, to be precise. Ooh, can't wait for that. I'm so hyped for that. We're going to have Halo gameplay apparently on that. We might have a new Perfect Dark announcement on that. And also Fable has been trademarked. Uh, the, sorry, the Fable trademark's been renewed. Yeah, so. Uh, so we might have a, another announcement for that, which I'm quite hyped for. But uh, with the Series S, that, that might be announced in August. So you've got the announcement of the games, which I hope is just all going to be first party, which I think that's what they mentioned. I need to see just Halo gameplay, man. Uh, I'm on my knees for that. And then in August, I think they're going to announce the S. And I think that's when they'll probably announce the price. Um, there's there's rumors. And these are the rumors that I will, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll talk about. Uh, first of all, in terms of power, the Series S will be uh, more powerful than the PS5. Uh, that's absolute insane. Really? Especially, yep. Especially so with the, pro- the the downgraded Xbox is going to be strong, stronger yep. than. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Remember, I think I sent you the link. Did I send you the link, or was it something else? I, I thought that was just the Xbox in general, but the Series X. Interesting. Yeah. The Series the Series S, yeah, and um, it's and this is what this is the biggest. I think this is the biggest pinch of salt you need to take uh, because if this is true, I think this is going to be a game changer. Let's just say the PS5 is at 500. Let's say the Series X is at 500. Uh, the rumor is the Series S will be half the price of a PS5. If that if the Series S comes, yeah, if the Series S comes in at 250, I think that's a big ball. Like I think that's big dick energy from Microsoft. If, if, if I'm honest, if I'm honest with you, because yeah, that, that that's insane. I know it probably might not sway a lot of 
PS5 or PS4 owners over to the P- uh, Xbox se- section. But if you're on the fence regarding both consoles or you're definitely picking a PS5 but you want to play Halo during the Christmas period, then you, you, you'll probably drop 250 on that easily without mm. a shadow of a doubt. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested. I want to see what's happening. I don't mind the Series S personally. If it's more powerful than the PS5, um, and it let's say it let's say it looks like the Series X but half the size. I'm I'm all over that man. I'd rather have yeah. that than the one with it with a disc. I don't really care. Uh, but that's the thing with physical media now. I like physical media. It has always been something about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I I'll have to see. I don't want to jump the, the gun now and say yeah, I'll probably purchase this. But the discless Series S is looking really really tasty at the moment. It's looking like a a, a great option, and just talking about the ps5 i know i've raised on about the the design of the ps5 uh i'm over that you know i i i've changed my tune i've i went from thinking that it was one of the best looking consoles i've ever i've ever seen in my in my life Mio, to thinking it's probably one of the most hideous consoles now you don't it's it's a white right yeah i think it should have been black yeah first of all it should have been black i think it would have looked a lot better but my my gripe with it is i think Two years down the line, not even two years, I think a year down the line, you're going to look at that machine and you go, you know what? This looks so ugly. Yeah. It, it's gonna, it stands out like a sore farm. And I think this console, this, this, this design in general, it's not going to age well. Like if you look at all the classic consoles, they've aged well because they're nice, boxy. They, they maintain their form and design. Mm-hmm. This one, you're going to look at this in five years down the line. You're like, this was something you buy in a the, in the toy shop. It's, it, looks, it looks out of place. It just doesn't suit any living room i don't know whose living room this is this is going to fit in uh it's not going to suit my gaming setup at all like i I don't know i just don't like the look of it anymore at first i was like yeah i'm all over this because it was bold it was new but now every time i see a picture of it i'm like this looks ugly and it looks like the the internet modem on my parents so yeah yeah exactly like a modem it looks pretty uh boring to be say the least um big batman news Big Batman news. I don't know if you've heard any of the Batman news recently, Mia. Yeah, I've, I've heard some rumors here. Though. Okay. We've been talking and we've been hyping ourselves up for Flashpoint. Michael Keaton is to be playing Batman in the Flash movie. That is absolutely insane if it's true, Mia. Absolutely yeah, insane. that's a game changer. Absolutely insane. Apparently, he'll be, played, he'll be playing the same Batman as the Burton movies because that's pretty much the uh, canon to the Batman uh, universe. My theory is, I think this will be. This might have to do something with Flashpoint. Either Flash travels x amount of years in the in the future and sees this. But what I'm pretty excited about this, and this is obviously uh, kind of, it's been pushed by fans. Is Michael Keaton comes back for Batman Beyond? And I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll be hyped. Yeah, I'll be hyped for that. So there's uh, there's that. But I think I think Warner Brothers now because of the whole hype with the justice league and, and all that i think they're trying to now maybe kind of resurrect the dcu try to go down a different route maybe use we said this if you've used flashpoint in the first flash movie you've you've made a mistake um but there's that and the biggest news from this though and this is me this one sends a little tickle down my pants and i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> if contract talks with michael keaton fail one of others uh, looking to bring Christian Bell back. I'm on my fucking knees. I thought I thought he wouldn't do a movie without Nolan. I'm on my fucking knees. I don't care. I don't care. 
I'm on my knees. I need this. They'll, they'll, you know, look, at the end of the day, if they chuck X amount of millions on him, he's going to do it. Yeah, but, I, you know, wouldn't you feel like if you're... Oh, if I was, okay. kind of feel yeah. the trade? If I was Christian Bale, I'd be... Uh, yeah, definitely. I'll I'll feel like I'm betraying Nolan's portrayal oh, and Nolan's universe, essentially. Uh, and I know what you mean, but they kind of try and spin that off where it's just like kind of a multiverse flashpoint sort of uh, storyline. That'd be, that'd be amazing. How about we have Michael Keaton and if they're going to sell that flash movie, they get Michael Keaton and Christian Bale, Christian Bale, quick cameo. Like um, what they could do with Christian Bale is flashpoint flash is running through different uh, timelines. And mm-hmm. then he stumbles in one timeline. He looks over to his shoulder and he sees Christian Bell in, in, in the back cave. And it's like, oh, this is the wrong universe. It just goes, continues going off or something like that. Um, kind of like Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm all over this, man. Like, I'm, I'm really hyped for this. I, w- I would love even Michael Keaton, because I think Michael Keaton was amazing, man. Uh, top three, I think. Yeah, top three, Batman. Um, staying with DC News, Justice League stuff. Um, talking about actors returning to previous roles. Uh, guess who might be returning as Green Lantern in the Snyder Cut? Uh, this is big rumors, big rumors, but I thought we'll put it up on here because this is tasty. And in the world of Snyder, just uh, the Snyder Cut, anything mm-hmm. is possible at the moment. Ryan Reynolds will be in the Snyder Cut as Green Lantern. Yeah, I, I heard about this too, but. I don't know because you know Ryan Reynolds is like really shitted on Green Lantern. Like he, yep. like every chance he gets, he tries. You know, like even in Deadpool, yep. he's like, um, "Don't make the the suit CGI or green." Yep. And in Deadpool two, he like shoots himself for reading yep. the Green Lantern plot. So, you know, anything like you said, anything's possible because the Snyder Cut actually exists. But like yep. this one, kind of, it's like it's a low low. Can we say anything's possible because twenty twenty? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Anything's possible. I'm, uh, I wouldn't bet wings on this, but you know, <laughs> I got it. Uh, um, I'd like to see this. I I really would. I was kind of, I I actually I don't know, man. But I I know you, you as you mentioned, he's shot on like uh, all the he'd done it in Deadpool one and two. But obviously, bad press is still good press. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. This would be this would be kind of interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Um, as I said, it's 2020. Anything could happen. There's no smoke without fire in my kind of world, especially when uh, reporting on rumors. This rumor has been popped up three times from three different uh, places, and uh, one of them said um, they've heard this three times. Uh, sorry, they've heard this from two different sources. Uh, so I kind of that's that's my thinking behind it. Uh, we have we have to wait and see. Obviously, obviously, as you said, like the Snyder Cut came out, so anything's possible in terms of. Um, that kind of uh, franchise. Continuing with the Justice League, Ray Fisher, he praised Joss Whedon at, uh, back in, uh, I think it was Comic-Con or something like that. And then, uh, for some, I don't know how this all started. Somebody must have posted a video or something and he said, I, I, I take it all back. So obviously, uh, Joss Whedon was kind of abusive and he was a shit director and he was just like, uh, I'll get you the exact quoting from um, Ray Fisher. Yeah, basically, he didn't like really respect any of the actors there or yep. like respect like jo- respect Zach's original mm. um, vision for the movie he's just kind of like alright this is my vi- I'm like, look at me I'm the captain now I'm basically just, like, yeah yeah and he just you know did his own thing 
And I think the worst part of it was um like the exec the DC executives, like yep. they like really enabled him. And mm-hmm. they were like, you know, basically kissing his ass and I think both of them are out now. So that kind of shows like how how bad Justice League failed and like how desperate one of others was that they went mm-hmm. back to Snyder. Yeah. Um you're right, hundred percent, because you know when I saw that initial video of him praising Joss Whedon, goes, I came on, he continued it. You could see that he was on stage and you could see that there was, he was lying essentially. Just to put it out. Oh yeah. Like, that was, that was a ransom video. Like yeah. someone was like pointing a sniper at him. Yeah. And he, like beat a tub after. It was an because, ISIS video. Uh, yeah. As soon as he got off the mic, you could see he just looks over to um, uh, Jason Momoa. Just, yeah. And he's just like, he's just, he's got a poker face. He's just not happy. You know, and you know when you see videos like that, you can tell when someone's lying. So that was one of the instances. So um, uh, this is what Ray Fisher actually had said, and he opens up on Joss Whedon's uh, onset behavior on, regarding Justice League. Uh, he said, Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Jones and John Berg. Um, it just goes to show you, there was so much production issues behind the scenes and... Uh, we never got the full story of what was happening. Like I know we said, um, Zack Snyder lost his role because of the um, the death of his daughter. Maybe that obviously uh, enabled uh, Warner Brothers to just kind of force him out, and they brought Whedon in because of his work on Avengers. And uh, as you said, they they were so desperate they've gone back to Snyder. They're, they've seen the Snyder cut. They know it's a better cut than Whedon. That kind of fills me with some hope. But yeah, you, it's I think Warner Brothers deserves what what the gone to be honest with you it's just mm-hmm. it's, they it's can't they can't stick to a vision they keep you know yep, yep. they keep panicking yep just stick with it believe in you have to believe in yourself at the same same time if yeah, exactly if you're going into business and you don't believe in your product then what chance do you have in in an industry that is just so ruthless to be honest with you um and then the other uh, set of news coming out from the kind of the whole justice league uh, uh bubble is Ben Affleck has signed a contract, a new contract for more appearances as Batman after the Snyder Cut, and it's just like, like the timeline's so mad. It's so messed up. Know. Yeah, like what is the law of the, the the Justice League? What's canon to whatever's happening? It's and it just shows, even though you feel like there's hope, it shows that you know one of us still don't know what's going on. They still don't know what the fans want. They don't know what kind of sequels we want. Uh, it's it, it, it's a mess. The only f- excitement out of this announcement or this rumor is is the fact that we might be actually seeing a better uh, portrayal of of Batman from from Ben Ben Affleck. Like I really enjoyed him as Batman, especially like the the warehouse scenes and and his portrayal as Bruce Wayne. I just felt like the script let him down and just kind of the whole production uh, troubles. Um, so we just have to wait and see. But that's something that I'm I'm kind of excited for. Um, I'll jump to this quickly. Spider-Verse 2. You heard the news about this and how the producer is kind of hyping this hyping this yeah. movie up? I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting it to be really good. I'm expecting like a lot more Spider-Mans in it. Spider-Men Spider-Man. in it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Verse 2 is going to make the first movie look quaint. Uh, producer Chris Miller is blown away by the new groundbreaking art technique. Uh, he's been Which hyping. is hard because the first movie was a beautiful movie. So like, good. You could pause the movie at any time and it would just be like a comic frame. Yep. You could literally take any frame from that movie and you could set it up as your desktop wallpaper. It was that good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm hyped for this. I don't know. I can't remember when that was 
supposed to come out so there's that piece of news which is pretty cool um continuing off with marvel falcon and winter soldier um that's been described as a six hour movie i'm up i'm up for that i'm up for that yeah, i really am too. uh and i know the guy who's playing i forgot his name the guy that's playing uh falcon he's been in the news anthony maggie yep he's been talking about uh, the lack of diversity in marvel um I, the thing is it's true though there's only like two there's only like there's two there's him and there's only the no, girl that's three three i guess oh yeah, yeah black, him, panther. black panther and, and the, if you count war machine called cool, war yeah. machine and the the girl um valkyrie well she's not a superhero she's like a side character true um so that she's actually been talking as well she she feels like faithful will have a lot more diversity yeah but i'm all with the movement i'm all with everything but my 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 feeling is i don't think he'll get in trouble for this because if he does then it will look bad on on on, on marvel and disney i don't know i just, i don't know why i stand it, it, it it's it's a uh, it's a tricky I'm one off. you know it's i'm a tricky one yeah, give yeah, us some, give us some, give us some Muslim superheroes. We we, we we talked about this stuff all the time though, didn't we? Like on one yeah. of our early podcasts, we said, look, stop making, remaking, uh, comic book characters and just making them black. Why don't just create new comic heroes of of, of, of characters of color? And it was, mm-hmm. it's that simple. So, hopefully, we we'll go somewhere down the line that that route. Uh, the Boys season two has been announced for September fourth. Uh, there was a mini trailer. Uh, announcement trailer i think they're kind of tongue-in-cheek they didn't really take it too seriously it was kind of a done as a, a leaked on set kind of video uh, so that's been announced as a quick news out there but jeffrey dean morgan may be joining season three which i'm down for he's been Ooh. talked about uh appearing in the flash movie also as um uh thomas wayne which would be yeah. great um because this was also done by uh, fan art um, of Tom, Thomas Wayne as the kind of a bat, the, the Batman, which was pretty cool. Um, talk about TV shows. We've got a Fallout TV show, Mia. From yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Was that from Amazon? I yeah, believe? Amazon. Yeah, Amazon have announced a Fallout TV show, a live action adaptation. I'm hyped for this, man. I'm a big Fallout fan. I, I did really enjoy the Fallout Four. I think it was. I I never played it. Yeah, I heard it was okay. Fallout 4 was great. Fallout 3 was amazing. And I think Fallout, Fallout 3 New- is the best. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas, man. That's underrated. Yeah. Fallout, that's that's yeah. really good. That's so good. It, it was so buggy. That was the issue with it. And it had that. Uh, well, um, all of them were pretty buggy. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so that makes it, I think, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, about 12 video game live adaptations in the work. I'll, call the, I'll read them out quickly. Uh, we've now got Fallout, we've got Tomb Raider, we've got Mortal Kombat, Uncharted, Borderlands, Five Uncharted Nights... Uncharted's not going to be made. Uh, they passed so many directors. <laughs> uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, Gears of War, Just Cause, Mega Man, Metal Gear Solid, Sonic 2, Detective Pikachu 2, uh, Resident Evil, Saints Row, and The Last of Us. Top three ex- that you're excited for, me from that list? Fallout... Yep. Gears of War. Yep. Last of Us. Oh really? Okay. I was yeah. gonna go. With, I was gonna go with Metal Gear Solid. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's Metal Gear. Metal Gear is like a weird thing. I don't yeah. know if I'll translate. 
because like the whole metal gear it works because it is a video game and it's like mm. you know it's like breaking the fourth wall a lot yeah but like yep. psycho mantis telling you to put down your controller yeah like true. like shaking it yeah okay you got a good point Con- I'll, I'll dive in with a good segue then continue off with uh, metal gear solid death stranding 2 has been teased Ooh, i'm excited for that you buying it on pc i, I might buy death stranding 1 on pc they're oh, talking wow. about it's going to be 100 frames per second. I was like, ooh, I want to, I want to play Dust. I want to see Norman Reedus walking in 100 frames per second. I reckon in, in that sort of frame rate, I reckon the game, you know, especially the whole walking and stuff like that, I think it'll be a lot more enjoyable than playing it at a lower frame rate. Yeah, because uh, I played on the base PlayStation. And yeah. It looked like trash. Yep. So there's that. Uh, I think the tease, he posted something on his Instagram, actually. Let me just uh, pull it up quickly if you just want to do the same. Hideo Kojima. Um, so he posted a photo. It is so one, two, three, four. On in the fifth row of his photos, there's the one right in the middle with the car and all the figures, and then the boat, and then the CD case. I don't know if you see you can see it. Yeah. And then there's a picture of a submarine. And then. Uh... And then that submarine, it has the, the logo for um, yeah. bridges on, on there as well. Which is, he did that. Uh, he did that on purpose. He did that. You know what he did. He did that on purpose. And there was something else which I can't find it anymore. I think he might have deleted it. Um, was it a video? It might have been a video. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know he did that on purpose. Uh, and there was, no, there was actually something. There was something. He posted a picture of the little baby figure. I think he's deleted it since. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I see it. You see it? Yeah, yeah. You see the baby one? It's um, from the 26th of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that one. And the picture above it, sorry, that's got the, the logo of the uh, of Bridges. So, you know, mm-hmm. you did that on purpose. Um, the one next to the Star Wars Lego figure uh, figurehead. Yeah, I see it. That's the picture I'm looking at. Yep. Um, so, there's that. Oh, talking about... Uh, PlayStation games coming on PC. Just a quick one. I think Horizon's dropping on PC. If you want to play that on PC soon, um, I, I played a little bit of it on. Okay. I didn't really like it. Okay. Uh, it's not for everybody. I think it's, I like it's, the stories. The stories really good, but yeah, I just, the it, gameplay. It's like kind of like it, it feels like. Yeah, it awful. feels like an Assassin's Creed sort of gameplay. Yeah, you know, get to this tower, unlock the map, and all that. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's been done. But the story is great. The story is really slow to begin with, but, but really picks off later on. Um, uh, another one on the list is there's a few more to wrap up I guess um, this one's been talked about for quite some time Mio. Uh, I don't know why there's hype around this game now Harry Potter RPG <laughs> announced by Warner Brothers uh, and kind of the rumours that have been coming out of Warner Brothers game studio that's set to be released in late 2021 I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan I I've, I've, never, I've never really been a Harry Potter fan I think Harry Potter I was pretty overrated. I don't know uh, about you. I was always a big Harry Potter fan growing up. I've only watched the first three and then just never watched the other ones. Got bored of yeah. Them. Uh, coming out of Warner Brothers also, the Warner Brothers Game Studio. Two, uh, I would say two DC-based games. The first one is Batman. So Batman game is probably going to be announced at the, the DC Fandom in August 22nd. And also another game that's touted to be in the works is Suicide Squad killed the Justice League um, so that's the kind of the working title for that so that's also going to be announced then 
And uh, those, that's to kind of wrap up the game news. Well, just for final piece of news, Margot Robbie is to star in Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, and she's the main character. Mia, what do you think of this? They they did my guy Johnny Depp wrong. Yep. yep. They you know let all the bad press get to him. Yep. Like, he he deserves enough. Like he was carrying the franchise for like way longer than it sh- like it should it should have ended at like one, but because Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp was so great and people loved him so much, they kept making them. I think they made like five. Yeah, they made that. Chris of the Black Phil. Yep. Dead Man's Chest. Mm. At Ends World. Yep. Uh, and two more. So yeah, there's five. I think so I watched he, the he first carried, three. Yeah, I've I've only watched the first three too. But he carried that franchise for like five movies, and now they're just gonna say, you know, here Margot Robbie carry the franchise now. Like, come on. And you saw how both yeah. they worked. Like, she's not that big of a star. She I don't think she, I. I don't think she's a big star. To be, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't think she's a big big enough star to carry any movie. I don't think she's good as a lead actor, actress. Um, I, I I honestly don't see the hype behind her. I really don't. And this is not me trying to. Yeah, I, I like her, but yeah. you know, I agree with you. Like she she can't carry a franchise. No, no way. I just I just I just don't think she's good enough. I really don't, man. And I think. We've said this many times. I don't want to come across as sexist or whatever, but I feel like it's her looks that gets her certain roles. Like, I I honestly believe uh, Scarlett Johansson one is a better actor than than she is. I oh, think yeah. there's so, so many different actors out there. I think she's Margot, one that she can carry a franchise. Honestly, who Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think she can. Like, uh, I was I never really gave her any praise or but after her work from. Um, Marriage Story, I was like, yeah, wow, this, she can actually act. Like, outside of Marvel, she can act. And then she did some shit movies like Ghost in the Shell, but they whitewashed that movie to bits. And she did, um, there was another movie where she did, I can't remember the name, Lucy. where she's like, yeah, Lucy, that's the one. Lucy made a lot of money. Lucy's like one of the highest grossing movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, outside of those, she's done what? Jojo, uh, Jojo Rabbit, which was she's good well received. She was, as you said, she was awesome in that. And she did marriage story. So Margot Robbie, I, just, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know, man. I, just, I don't know what the appeal is about her besides, yeah, I, just, I, I honestly don't know what the appeal is about her. I don't think her acting skills are that great. Uh, Harley Quinn, it might suit her role, but I feel like that's another thing. I think the fans push that role on her more than studio executives really kind of let on. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I know sometimes like, you've seen it, people pull up these fan art out there and they, and, and it goes, it, it starts trending. You know what like, it springs to mind? It springs to, what springs to mind is, you know, I'm going to say Black Adam, The Rock. That was a fan choice. Fans wanted that and their fans pushed that onto, let's say, Warner Brothers. And I think Margot Robbie is one of those characters, you know, like with, especially with Harley I don't know, man. I, just, I, I don't think we need a reboot. I, I really don't. I don't know what you, your thoughts on that. I think they should have, you know, ended after World's End. Like that was like a satisfying ending, yeah. but they they've been milking this franchise for like. Well, yeah, it makes the money. It's years. like it's like the Fast franchise, and it was it like the Transformers franchise. It's always, it's always bringing in money. Like when it drops in cinemas, it's always bringing in the money. It's always uh, highest grossing for an X amount of time or X amount of weeks or whatever. It's always you know top of the charts. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's the reasoning behind it. I think I, I don't know. I just I, personally I don't want another. I don't need another Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't think uh, it's one of those 
situations where you go, okay, you know what, let's reboot this franchise for a new audience. I don't think the new audience cares. Um, who, who's the studio behind it? Disney. Disney, okay. Yeah, I think they should just be investing money elsewhere, to be honest with you. I, 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 mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and then other than that, Mia, that's kind of the, the main news. It's been a slow news week. Um, not too many things, just a lot of rumors to cover and a lot of and a few other kind of teasers and announcements. Was there anything else you wanted to do, to talk about? Any any news snippets uh, that caught your attention this week? Uh oh yeah. Um go everyone go watch what is it? Lovecraft Country coming out in August. I'm excited for that. So what's yeah. The, what's that? Lovecraft Country. The one Never. with JJ Abrams attached to it. You saw you seen the trailer. Have I seen the trailer? Yeah. Have I? Uh, yeah, I'll show you after. Okay. TV show or movie? TV show. Okay. Netflix? Uh, HBO. HBO, okay. Uh, I'll, check, I'll check a trailer afterwards. Has that been mm-hmm. announced then for a date, did you say? Yeah, August. I think August. Some, somewhere August. But Okay, fantastic. It's, I feel like it's this year's Watchmen. It's going to be this year's Watchmen. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Me is, me is calling it now because Watchmen took us all by surprise, man. Mm-hmm. Watchmen took us all by surprise. Um, any plans for this week, Mio? What are your plans? Uh, you how much? Besides work. Yeah, work, watch, I'll probably watch another series. I'm trying to figure out what, since I finished Rami. So I'll, I'll probably watch another series. Uh, I'm going to try and get through a movie this week. I've got so much work to do. Um, no stream for me until Friday evening. And uh, I'll try and finish Rami sometime. I think I feel like Rami is something that I could just have in the background, like on my iPad, just next to my desk while I'm doing work. What do you reckon? There's a lot of subtitles in yeah. season two. Yeah, true. But I understand Arabic, don't forget. So, mm-hmm. um, and there was that one more. Is true, though. Yeah, that there was is one more... true. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, there was one more thing. But you know what? Egyptian Arabic is quite hard. So, there's some words that it's just completely different. And uh, what else did I want to do? There was something else I wanted to do. Ah, I, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I guess that, that that's it for, for me this week then. Mia, all done? Wrap yep. up? Cool. Let's fantastic. wrap it up. Thanks for joining us this week for episode 35 of the Multiverse Podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, keep up to date with the latest news, see more Multiverse content, or be notified when we go live on Twitch, be sure to follow us on Instagram at themultiverse.ig. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you, how's the corona uh, lockdown over there? It's 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 as bad as it's ever been. It's, yeah. I, I think it's worse, honestly. It's really? it's it's a mess. It's a yeah, mess. they've they've reopened pubs here and it's, it's just been mess. it's it's insane. Anyways. I don't I, I, uh, I have no idea when it's gonna end. No idea. No absolutely no idea. It's just I know the cases have now skyrocketed in California or Florida Cal- or something. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. So it's just absolutely insane. And they've reopened nearly pretty much nearly everything here. Uh pubs have reopened and People were like out in, uh, it might not mean anything to you, but Soho here is like an area where it's just nightclubs and pubs. And yeah, it's just one of those sort of districts. And it was absolutely insane what it was like yesterday. Um, so yeah, that's, that's opened up. But anyways, yeah, uh, completely off topic. Uh, continuing with the outro, also be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. If you found value in the show, would you appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes? Of you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week, and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.